there. This is the Off 5 Podcast. The podcast about the office that happened uh, years ago. This podcast is happening presently, though. And we need to talk about it because... We need to talk about it because of basketball. A thing that every office has done, but none of them are willing to admit it, which is why you've never heard of that. Yep, but this office will admit it. The office of the Off 5 admits it. This one came out in April 19th, 2005, and I'll read the description now. Go for it. In this episode, Michael Scott and the office staff take on the workers in the warehouse in a basketball game. Owing to racist and sexist stereotypes, Michael chooses many less skilled office workers for the team over their more athletically talented peers. Michael claims a, quote, fragrant, personal, intentional foul, stops the game, and declares his own team as the winners. The warehouse finds the call unfair, and Michael caves under pressure and concedes the victory to the warehouse staff. That's what happened. That was a spoiler alert. The flagrant personal intentional foul. Yeah, and spoiler alert, I was going to talk about racist and sexist stereotypes, but I guess... Now we can't. We can't even talk about it. We can get into the more specific ones, I guess. So, how do you feel about basketball? In general, just the sport? Yep. I feel good about it. I don't really watch it on the regular, but I did play it back in um, eighth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, and before that. Were you any good? Yeah, I actually was really good. One time I fouled out. What's that? That's where you... You fouled too many people? <laughs> yeah, and they put me on the bench. It's because I, I listened to um a Tom Petty song, Don't Back Down. Yeah. You know, yep. before the game. Running like down a dream, grade. were you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then another time I accidentally made a basket in the other team's hoop. Oh, that's the, not good. I know. The whole audience was cheering, but I thought it was because I was out in front of everyone. And I was, but it was going the opposite direction. You're like, even the other team is cheering for me. Yeah. I must be doing amazingly. <laughs> Well, they switched the sides at halftime, and that's hard for a fifth grader to keep up with. I wasn't even aware of that. Well, that it makes switched. sense. Yeah, just for fairness. Because otherwise you put all the bright lights in your team's face, your other team's face. Yeah, or, you know, you if you had saran wrap on the um, basket of one of them, then you switch at halftime. Or like when Fergie does the halftime national anthem and it makes the whole world go turned upside down yeah exactly and also left to right and also i think that was at the beginning of the game (laughs) but (laughs) that's too current how do you feel about basketball you know i don't know i've played basketball i got a hoop in my driveway like kevin yeah so you're secretly really good i well i don't know because basketball is a lot of you have to engage with other people yeah and i don't know about that i just know about (laughs) going around the world and playing horse (laughs) (laughs) i love horse so i don't think i'm that good at it but you know when do i watch it on tv though do you no (laughs) then you're not a true fan (laughs) but do i have a pair of nike air jordans in my closet no no i don't (laughs) because i don't play basketball (laughs) i think it'd be a waste (laughs) yeah it's not my favorite sport but you're really into basketball who A, a gym kind of his thing I know. Also, Michael plays pickup game. Todd Packer's there, too. Yeah, and Roy's good, too. Yeah, he's really competitive. Dwight came once, and it wasn't good. Yeah, there's a lot of good talent we've got here in this office. Not Stanley. Which is surprising. Why? 
ac- he's an African American. <laughs> I just I'm surprised that they didn't like check that out before because once you see him dribble, you know he's never played. Yeah, you know my problem actually isn't that Stanley wasn't good at basketball because you know that seems like you would know that unless you were a racist like Michael. Mm-hmm. But why did Stanley even agree to do it? Why didn't he do a no? Damn it. Yeah. Did I stutter? <laughs> I'm not going to play basketball. Did I stutter? Stanley will not even like take the stairs usually. Like he will not get up to walk across yeah, the room. So why would he just do volunteer basketball just because Michael said, of course you're on the team? Yeah, it it was out of character. My favorite one is when Oscar's like, I'll help out if you need it. <laughs> yeah. And they should have had him on the team. He doesn't give any of his credentials. Oh, his credentials? Yeah. For what? Basketball? Yeah. Like, he can play basketball. Oh. He didn't even say he could play basketball. Yeah, he was just he's like, just like I'll help if you need a body, <laughs> a warm body on the court, here I am. Michael, yeah. Okay, well, so what did you like about this episode? What did I like? This is a segment called The Finer Things Club, about the things we find oh so fine in this episode. Finer than fine. I liked seeing Lonnie in this episode. Patrice O'Neill, the kind of like bigger guy in the warehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he's only in three episodes. I always knew him as... Um, sea Monster? Sea Monster, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know his real name. I know. I really like him. Yeah. He's good. Him and Daryl have good... Chemistry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love Daryl. He's like probably my third favorite character. He's not really in the show a lot at first yeah he becomes like more of a presence and Mm -hmm. then by the end he's there all the time Mm -hmm. because craig robinson became a lot Mm -hmm. more famous Mm -hmm. yeah i really like him i love daryl he's the only one he's got the best type of relationship with michael yeah he's got a completely different relationship than anyone else in the office he takes no crap He's like very straightforward. Yeah, and he's, he doesn't play but any he games. still has a good sense of humor about it. Mm-hmm. The, I think that's part of the reason that the negotiation is one of my favorite episodes is because Daryl gets in there and tells Michael what's up and also jokes around with him, telling him like bippity boppity is a saying. <laughs> when he comes down and says, it's Mr. Rogers, he says, it's not my real name though. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to let something fake fly. Yeah. And he's not necessarily mean about correcting it. No. He doesn't let it phase him, but he just like kind of puts up with it because he's the boss. Yeah. He's the boss, but Daryl's also kind of the boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Michael would have a hard time firing Daryl. Oh, yeah. Because he's like he's the boss foreman. of the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not yeah. like he doesn't have to put up with Michael all the time. Mm-hmm. He's, maybe he's just not numb to it. Yeah. That's true. We're, we're way off track. <laughs> well, okay, what, Darryl, what do you like about this episode? I like the um, workout clothes. Yes. Because they're so indicative of the characters. Yeah. Michael's got his like matching sleeveless top and workout short. He's got like the half sleeve. Like, the half where it comes out like at an yeah. angle just to the shoulder blade. Yeah. It's so like early 2000s. I had a shirt like that. Really, you did? Yeah. I you thought it was cool. You it for today's well, episode. I think I got rid of it 20 years ago. <laughs> no. no I, yeah. It was cool. Some sleeveless shirts come all the way to your shoulder. And then it's like. Yeah. I don't know. And then they're like the shiny material where it's like. Mm-hmm. 
sweat resistant before like under armor and then dwight's wearing his anime world expo and goggles he's wearing like <laughs> silence of the lamb mask yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then jim has got his like cute little basketball shoes on yeah and, a yeah t-shirt and ryan's mm-hmm. doesn't care yeah. just like undershirt yeah he brought him in a bag though yeah a garbage oh, bag yeah and a lot of those shots are from the opening credits yeah which is like really like jarring to see because i'm like i always see that and then i see it like in context it's yeah. like oh yeah it was the basketball club that's what he was doing because yeah. <laughs> it's like why is he like holding up a bag yeah i also like michael's chicken dance <laughs> very arrested development yeah and the warehouse guys i mean daryl like falls for that multiple times he doesn't like when people call him a chicken he's like all right fine we'll yeah that one that's true because as daryl doesn't put up with any crap but he can you can still apparently trick him into doing anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which is not foolish on his part, but like, what happened with the warehouse? Okay, let's go into a segment called Question. My first question is, what happened with those warehouse deliveries? Oh, yeah, that were supposed to happen at one fifteen. It's the busy time. I guess they postponed it. All right, second question. Corporate needs some people to come in on Saturday, but it doesn't matter like whether they're warehouse people or office people. What are they doing? Is there not a job to be done? Do they just need someone to answer the phones? Um... Did you see that poster behind them during some of the scenes? It said, like, it's that time of year again, Saturday, like, 9 to 12 or something. We need, like, people in, blah, blah, blah. But, I don't know what they were doing, though. But they're different qualifications. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to figure out who has the most loyalty so they could figure out who to fire for the downsizing. Well, that sounds like a bad deal to not go in, then. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it's like, the warehouse isn't loyal enough, so now we're firing the warehouse. It's like, okay, but who's going to send out the paper? And they're like, ah, didn't <laughs> think we'll about get, that. Guess we'll get Pam to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any questions about this episode? I may, but not at this time. Oh, one other finer thing was Michael making all those shots on the really low net. And then oh watching my them God. put the net up. Yeah, that was hilarious. And then the next one is just like a... Like an Aggie swish or whatever. <laughs> I don't know where I learned that, but you know, like when you hit when you hit the, the net, Never but it doesn't that. go in. Oh, nothing but net, like literally nothing, nothing. but net. <laughs> swish, swish, nothing but net. I'm thinking a few. <laughs> yeah, I love when he's like they're in the game and he goes, "What is wrong with me today?" <laughs> yeah, he keeps. I always make these. <laughs> Do you think we should talk about trivia on this podcast? Trivia? It's kind of all, like, I don't know. Well, do you have anything interesting about trivia? Yeah. It's the the cast just played basketball, and they improvised all the basketball scenes for the most part, and they just filmed them and took, like, the best parts. That's amazing. And Roy was supposed to hit Jim at some point, but not when he did. That was an accident. Really? <laughs> the one that's in the episode. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Those were in the commentary. I thought it was really cool. I mean, it did seem really natural, the um, basketball. I love that part. Yeah. I mean, and as far as, like, documentary crew, you know, style, I thought it was really cool. We got to get YouTube one. down to here to yeah, film this segment. thing? Yeah, that segment. Yeah. We could go to that part. A last thing for trivia was that Kevin 
made 14 shots in a row. Brian Baumgartner. Are you serious? When they were filming that. So he's legit. That's cool. He's got a hoop in his driveway. Okay. So let's do... We got to get YouTube down here to fill this. Anything about the documentary style? Uh, There was a lot of uh, glances to the camera, um, especially when Michael and Dwight were debating about assistant to the regional manager. Yeah. That shot stood out to me as well. It's got really good zooms and stuff. Yeah. And also, when it starts off, the cinematography is like Wes Anderson. It's like perfectly symmetrical. It's like Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. And then it starts zooming in on them, and it's not like that. But, you know, this episode was written and, well, that's a different segment. Anything else? I think that the use of the documentary style filming was really interesting with just Jim and Roy's relationship in relation to Pam, um, just Jim's reactions to certain things and mm-hmm. kind of being in the shot when they're kissing and like certain little things and looking over at Pam when Jim makes a shot or like when he says something about Roy during the timeout, things like that. Yeah, that's true. And because the basketball game was improvised, they wouldn't have it planned out mm-hmm. where to film it'd be more like filming a real game or mm-hmm. something yeah so that is kind of cool mm-hmm. but yeah they got a lot of those good moments like you mm-hmm. were talking about good character development there so great scott productions <laughs> can you say that again great scott <laughs> like that? there you go yeah <laughs> great scott great scott uh because scott stands for scottish right yeah okay. scottish i was mm-hmm. wondering so this episode was written and directed by Greg Daniels, who adapted, you know, the show, mm-hmm. showrunner, show. everything. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. It was his first time directing and his first time writing by himself. The name sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got for that. But, so let's get into the characters. All right. We got some meaty character parts. Meaty, Yeah. This is a segment called... Do you think the world is crawling with Phyllis's? Heck yeah, we do. Hopefully. She's a nice lady. Who do you want to start with? Let's start with Pam. Okay, Pam. Pam, Pam. Thank you, ma'am. That's like uh, David Bowie, right? Is it? Yeah. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. From Suffragette City. Oh. Oh, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Well, Pam, thank you, man. I think so. Or maybe that's just an expression. I mean... Or both. It could be both. It's extremely derivative, regardless. It's hard to tell (laughs) where his ideas come from because there's so many places they could have come from. Yeah. So Pam, she's kind of caught in between some serious competition here. She's got a foot in both camps. Yeah, She's torn between two worlds. Yeah, she really is. And you can tell which world she wants to be in, but she's the, unfortunately in the broken toaster world. The gym world? Yeah. Oh, gym planet. Mm-hmm. She has a lot going on with Roy in this episode, though. Like, yeah. Like, they're going to take the Wave Runners out on Saturday. I know. I didn't even know that he had Wave Runners. I didn't even know that was the name of those things. Ski do? <laughs> I thought they were called jet skis. Oh. But there's like a Nintendo... <laughs> Super Nintendo game oh, yeah. called Wave Runner. N64. N64, yeah. We used to play that. Yeah. And then she also, her and Roy, like, make out in the warehouse right before the basketball game. Yeah, that was weird. So are they, like, madly in love or not? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I don't know. But she's got some weird, like, there's some really weird moments of, like, oh, I'm going to sleep with Dwight. Dwight. I was like, okay. That was a little out of character. Yeah, it was really weird. Because she's like, maybe I should sleep with him. Just kidding. And it's like, oh, hilarious, Pam. Yeah. Good joke. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, was she making jokes for the documentary now on purpose? Yeah. And then, like, her back and forth with Jim, you know, right before they got out of the warehouse was like, yeah. oh, you, maybe you should go to the outlet mall with me. Yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. maybe she should. <laughs> they would have had so much fun at the outlet mall. Yeah, they would have. Probably more fun than at the lake. Yeah, with Roy. Yeah. Who was like going to make you sleep in the car unless you tip the basketball toward yeah. you. Yeah. Him. I mean, I get that that's a joke, but it wasn't very funny. No. And also the way he says it is really aggressive. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a really aggressive person. He's got a lot of testosterone. Yeah. And around those Roy arms yeah. and legs of his. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. But then she's like, let's get you in a tub. And Jim is just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot I'm not in part of your romantic relationship. Yeah. And then he's like, let's get you in the tub. Like, okay. <laughs> cool. Which reminds me of the, when we get home, I'm going to give you the best sex of your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your art was the best art of all the art. <laughs> poor, poor Roy. But also. But also, well, yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> Roy. That's Pam. She is being like playful with Jim. Yeah. So Roy gets really quiet when michael talks about him and pam making like a terrible there's so many jokes where pam's sexuality is like the like main focus and it's really kind of weird yeah so speaking of sexuality so pam gets sexualized with like the cheerleader thing oh yeah i forgot about that but just in case top i don't (laughs) think he knows what a halter top is (laughs) i don't think i know (laughs) Just because you meant crop top, is that what yeah, you meant? meant crop top, what's, and he says halter. What's halter mean? Halter is just like where the strap goes around the back of your neck, and it's just like one strap around oh, the back. Yeah, it's something. It's something else <laughs> than the crop top. Anyway, <laughs> but then, lest you think being sexualized is the worst thing that could happen to you, you could also be like Phyllis. Oh, where I know, right? Your skills are ignored. And you also can't be a cheerleader and are told that's even worse. Yeah. But, I mean, she did announce to the whole office that she had a sports bra <laughs> available. I was like, okay, girl. Keep it on the DL. When they're all bidding to be on this <laughs> yeah, elite basketball team. I have team. a sports bra. <laughs> but Phyllis would have been so good. I know. And she was good when they eventually let her I play know. as an alternate. I know. Imagine she only got to many... be an alternate because... Michael is so disgusted with the idea of her being a cheerleader. I don't imagine Phyllis and Kevin on the team. We're an all-star team. Yeah. Well, no regrets. <laughs> so so Kevin, Kevin. Ha- has a hoop in his driveway. He's really good. He made all those shots. I love when he um, throws the Kleenex box in the trash and it just goes in. Good form. Yeah. And great documentary crew capture. Yeah. That was really cool. Who else do we have? Angela thinks she's the safety officer, which puts a little tension between her and Dwight. Oh, yeah. They both love the rules so much that it's going to be a competition to see who can love the rules the most (laughs) until eventually they break all the rules. Yeah. Well, they still have a contract. (laughs) That's true. Oh, Ryan is in his 
he asked if he's getting paid to skip lunch like he's a team player but not really he's, yeah he's too cool to stretch out he says he stretched already he's only there to make money temporarily <laughs> make that temporary money yeah <laughs> little that. does he know he's gonna be the youngest pp he's a wonder wonderkind he doesn't even know what that means uh yeah and oh let's talk about dwight oh yeah dwight poor dwight he gets picked on so much by michael in this episode and he's only trying to help yeah he's actually not that bad at basketball no he's not michael gives him the task of figuring out the work calendar didn't he just up the healthcare? like yeah (laughs) why would he delegate well, because he's trying to get him off his back. He knows that mm. Dwight will do anything that he asks. So, yeah. But yeah, he did really mess up the healthcare. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's pretty upfront about why he's doing it. Yeah, because he knows everyone's going to complain, mm-hmm. and that Dwight doesn't care. Yeah, Dwight really doesn't care. That's not the most unrealistic thing. Some people are put in those positions because of their cold efficiency or whatever. I wouldn't say. Dwight is coldly efficient, but but he is pretty good at basketball, and, and that's what matters. Yeah, except he does spill water all over his face because of that mask, and he steals the ball from his own teammate. That was a really great moment. That was stealing the ball from, and then Ryan's just same team, Dwight. <laughs> he doesn't really care, but he gets the shot. Yeah, and then um, Dwight makes a shot, and Michael's like, "I was open." That I always remember that one. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> like he made the shot and he's like going in for like a like a you know, high some five. sort of acknowledgement, <laughs> yeah. high five. And no. We really have the assistant to the regional manager thing. Mm-hmm. Drilled in this time. And the team manager too. Yeah. Assistant mm-hmm. to the team manager. Yeah. <laughs> because it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's lower. <laughs> and then when he gets the calendar. And Jim says, that's the smallest amount of power I've ever seen go to someone's head. And then he's kind of disproven because he asks Phyllis to chime in. And she says no, because she doesn't want to work on Saturdays. (laughs) Like, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Phyllis is definitely the neutral party there. But she would if if he didn't have any power. Yeah. I think she would jump in. Mm -hmm. She's not going (laughs) to, just for making a joke, have to work on a Saturday. That's not worth it. It might be to Jim, but no one else. For when this documentary comes out in a decade. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Oh, and Daryl, we talked about. Daryl and the sea monster. Daryl's a tea drinker. Yeah. They always throw in little that things. cute. To show that he's like not a stereotype. Yeah. He's got little like Just individualistic things. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Comes all the way up to the yeah. office to get a tea bag. And he already like took it out of the wrapper too. He's like. And why didn't you just get tea up there? Because the hot water down in the warehouse is so much better. <laughs> in Mitzah Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's jump right into Michael then with okay. that. The you never expect you're the murderer yeah. segment. Well, in this segment, we look at whether or not Michael and Jim are as good as they think they are. Or as, as good as the yeah. audience is supposed to think they are. Mm-hmm. What do you think? About Michael? Yeah. Michael is not as good as he thinks he is. Once again, 
at basketball or managing. Yeah, or any, or, or just life. being a human. <laughs> like, he's just so mean in this episode mm. to almost everyone. It's a low point for him. Yeah, it really is. I think they would have edited out some of this stuff because, like, calling Jim gay, like, try not to be so gay on the court. It was like, dude, that's like kind of crossing a line. <laughs> yeah. John Krasinski said that he didn't know he was going to say that. So that's what he's <laughs> actually a genuine be- reaction. Yeah, like a, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. But he kind of does this again, but I love Michael's like, no, I don't mean homosexual. I mean the bad at sports way. That goes without saying. It goes without saying. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, wow. Well. You don't notice that those are the same thing, but yeah. sure. We're like, but that's where it came from. Yeah. I would have to say, Michael, you should expect you're the murderer because you have like provoking everyone. Like, yep. not letting people on your stupid basketball team and then just being really bad at basketball. <laughs> being insanely contradictory with, like, whether or not it's fun and they're all on the same team or whether or not it's competitive and there's punishments involved instead of yeah. Re- rewards. Yeah. And, yeah, he does so many of the little racist things. Yeah. Starting off right when he says, their jaws drop to the floor. African Americans. <laughs> That's, like, more on the cute side. Yeah. Then when it gets more to like Stanley, of course, and then yeah. later on he calls him the secret weapon. Yeah. And then when he sees him play, he's like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I love the desperation in his voice when he says that. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. It like hits a certain pitch, like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> like he can't believe can't. it. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with me today? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, like nobody else is yelling anything he's like yeah 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 right here right here like throw it to me yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's pretty classic and he says oscar will use you with baseball season and or Or if we ever box at the office i guess they have a (laughs) bachelor party there later but but, like like, is there a baseball season it just seems like they play but then yeah so is that like an oscar de la jolla thing I guess it's just like because there's a lot of Latinos that play professional baseball. Well, yeah, baseball. But what about boxing? Boxing? I don't know. I have no. I know nothing about boxing besides like Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> the only thing I know about like Hispanic people playing baseball is from the movie The Scout, where they go down to South America and recruit Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Who is... I've never seen that. This is like the worst movie ever. <laughs> Not Hispanic in any sense of the word. Oh my god. But he lives in South America. Oh my god. Uh. That's a really weird movie. It turns out Brendan Fraser has a whole bunch of like father abandonment issues. <laughs> he goes crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. It's one of those movies. Like It's like a comedy. Like what about Bob? But you're like, it's kind of psychologically disturbed as well. I love, what about Bob? It's so funny you say that. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, I yeah? could quote the whole movie. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first it's line? Like, it's like, um, it's like when Michael just does a whole law and order episode for his audition. <laughs> or when, uh, or when plop does die hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Good morning, Gail. I said, good morning, Gail. Gotta go to work. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I saw that movie in the 90s once. <laughs> I've watched it so many times. I love that movie. <laughs> we'll have to do... A bonus episode. <laughs> yeah. Where you just say all of what about <laughs> And I react to it. <laughs> Offer <Weird>. nothing. <laughs> oh, we're starting. 
So some things that Michael does, I like when he says managing by walking around, which is just like when people, you know, like when you don't have a lot to say, you just want to keep talking like, like Andy. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's not all about saying something. It's about the music of conversation. Oh my God. That's what I feel like. And did that really need to be said? Yeah. And he's just like showing off for uh, Ryan. Who's so cool. Best hair. Yeah. Um, he plays a pickup game with Todd Packer. How is he able to play this much and be so bad? Yeah. Because like he's he really bad. He's really bad. He doesn't make a single <laughs> he, shot. He throws it over the hoop. He's not as bad it's as like, Stanley, I guess. It's like like making a shot in the other person's basket. Yeah. And this gets into, since we're going to step back, this kind of gets into the thing about Michael is it's not just that he's bad. It's that he he doesn't want to like trick people into thinking he's good. He thinks he's good. Yeah. He puts himself with Roy because he thinks Roy's the best player. Not uh not, not Lonnie. Not Lonnie. Surprisingly. Which is like okay. <laughs> what he calls the East the East German chick. <laughs> uh which who I always know as um Madge. Pudge. Pudge. <laughs> That's what he calls her. Pudge. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's good. Like the way that he talks about it. With jazz, you know, comparing it to jazz. Yeah. Then later on, he's like singing the Harlem Globetrotters song. <laughs> oh my god! And it's like a ball stolen from him, and then Roy sh- Roy scores immediately, and then Roy is singing the song. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, well, he wants acceptance. He wants to be the hero. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's the murderer this time. Yeah, he's definitely the murderer. One thing he does that's good, though, or possibly foreshadowing. Is with the Mr. Rogers thing, not racist, mm-hmm. which is nice. I mean, except for the way that he's like Mr. saying it, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, or maybe he's doing like the Mr. Robinson's thing from Saturday Night Live with yeah. uh, Eddie Murphy. But but that's not what I was going to say. What it is is that I think it's his name memorizing technique. Oh, yeah. Because he like... Because he knows his name, yeah, too. He's got this true. whole thing. And he goes... But then later on when he's like... He's like, uh, fat. Fat guys like pizza. Pepperoni Tony. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Yeah. When he's when he's walking it back, like how it does work. Yeah. And no, then he does it, does, it again. Yeah. He does it on the lecture, you mm, know? The lecture circuit, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, I guess that's the episode where he's saying that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. he, it works. And so he's able to remember his name. But he's also, like, taken his name association freestyling way out into left field over time my my sister has this friend who calls her um johnson because her name is jamie and it went from it went from jamie to jamie johns to jimmy johns to just jimmy to just john to johnson to johnsonville brats and now it's johnson (laughs) yeah it was Philbin, Johnson. Regis, Regis Philbin, Reg, Rogers, Mr. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> that, the evolution of the nickname. And Daryl has that all at the tip of his tongue. Yeah. Like he's like so <laughs> no, unimpressed with this. Not Rogers, it's Philbin. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jim? Do you think he's the murderer? I do not. I don't think no. he's the murderer. I think... He's playing with fire a little bit. 
with the outlet mall thing. I think he wants to impress some people. Mm-hmm. But he's good at basketball. He's using that to his advantage. I don't think that's a bad thing. No. He wants to go to the outlet mall. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. No. He wants some savings on name brand items. Yeah, and maybe some fashion advice. Yeah. That's there's nothing wrong with that. He's like a like a slob. Yeah. He needs a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like running down the court and his hair is just flopping, I was like it's cute, but it's also like, okay, Jim, get it together. <laughs> Karen calls him homeless, right? Yeah. And then way down the road, Daryl calls him like a sloppy, sloppy hobo. <laughs> oh, Jim. Yeah, I like Jim in this episode a lot. And he's not making any aggressive moves. No. And he is having to watch Pam kiss and talk about baths with roy after roy's kind of a jerk and he beats roy at basketball which means he should get the girl yeah exactly it's (laughs) like the duel and jim gets elbowed in the face too you know and he doesn't really say anything he just says take it easy and then yeah you take it easy yeah roy okay we gotta get her away from roy we do but don't worry jim will take care of (laughs) worried. you're worried (laughs) Um, I don't know if Jim has the has the moves to do it. It'll take him years, but he does. I'm glad to hear that. Spoiler alert. Um, what do you think? Should we do some reviews? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This is uh, overrated, underrated, called I Will Not Be the One That Got Away. The episode <laughs> received moderately positive reviews from critics. Not all reviews were as positive, however. Eric Adams of the AV Club awarded the episode a C+. And highly criticized the characterization of Michael. Largely, he felt that Michael's antics made him out to be a jerk because the series has not worked at showing that he truly isn't a complete asshole. <laughs> Adams noted that Michael, quote, could truly force Daryl and his staff to work on Saturdays, and he truly could fire them for winning the basketball game, but that would be such an outrageous abuse of legitimate power, which isn't funny. Ultimately, he argued that the basketball scenes went on for too long, and he said the episode's original cut ran too long to air, and it's obvious where the basketball scenes boxed out other threads of the episode. What do you think about that? I don't think the basketball scene went on too long at It all. is like half of the episode, though. Yeah, but I think it's like really natural character development, you know? Yeah. I think it's necessary, you know? The whole episode was about this basketball game. I do agree with eric though about about michael i think they kind of make him out to be the murderer as we said and really no redeeming qualities in this episode but i think in the context of the whole series i don't think it's bad michael does save them all from working on saturday that's true presumably he'd be getting the punishment for that but it's only because he's failed everyone on every level so far yeah i i think the episode that is a redeeming quality. Yeah. I think the the basketball part does go on a long time, but I don't like I think it's good. It's worth mm-hmm. it. But it is a re- surprisingly long time. It's like Space Jam. Like Space Jam starts and then a couple of things happen and then they're playing basketball the rest of the movie. It's crazy. <laughs> like no one would like Mighty Ducks if they were just playing hockey for 45 minutes. It's like Airbud. Actually, I've never seen Airbud. <laughs> That, I'm guessing the sports are actually kind of short in that one because it would be so hard to get <laughs> talk, the talk to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I do think the other threads might have been cut down because I don't know what they really were. 
Yeah, I mean... We're not talking about the deleted scenes and stuff because they're not in the episode. That's mm-hmm. not the episode. And also, we didn't watch them. We, exactly. And they were skipping on the DVD. Yeah. And principles, so how are too. are we supposed to watch it? But C+. Plus? Yeah, that's a little harsh. The other thing is, I don't think Michael being a bad dude in this episode is a bad thing. I don't either. Like in like I said, in terms of like the context of the whole series, but I can see where if it was like an isolated, you know, you just saw this one thing. I mean, whenever my mom watches The Office, she just gets really upset about Michael. We have to talk about Michael, she says. Yeah. I think that the opposite, actually. I think that knowing that the Michael's whole redemption or whatever makes it seem like this is too much. But that if you were just starting to watch the show, this is the fifth episode, why do you think Michael's going to be redeemed at all? Like, he, yeah. why, why would you assume that Michael has to be a likable character for the episode to be good? I don't think that's true. No, that's not true. I, I agree with you. But I also think that if Michael is this mean the whole series that it can get you can get burnt out because you would just be like okay so it's just about michael be mean to everyone you know yeah so as long as there's other character development i think it's fine and this is a this is a michael focused episode so that's true i had the most notes for him by far yeah have you seen there will be blood Mm -hmm. what do you think about that i think the opening scene is like one of the one of the best intros I've seen to a movie ever. Yeah, sure. But do you think Wait, that the whole movie gets a C plus because Daniel Day Lewis turned out to be a bad person? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like it's a good it's good. Yeah. It's got it has, flaws. Yeah. Occasionally he'll hit Meredith with his car. <laughs> I have flaws. <laughs> Guess what? Sue me. Actually, don't sue me, because that's the opposite point I'm trying to make. <laughs> Did you see Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. Yeah. I love Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, me too. Okay, good. <laughs> Get Armani on the phone. <laughs> Just like the main number? or. <laughs> so now we could give our own episode ratings, and let's give out a Dundee. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Do, 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 do. <laughs> rating so our rating scale here it goes six out of six is pretzel day five out of six is beach day four out of six is alfredo's pizza cafe not pizza about alfredo and three, three out, out of six, six is a little stitious two out of six is garbage and, the cat. and one out of six is this just stinks what do you think about this episode I'm going to give it... No havesies. <laughs> I'm going to give it Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. Mm, no, I'm going to give it Beach Day. Beach Day. Yep. Beach, beach day, day all the way. Beach Day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I just thought it was a solid episode. A lot of classic moments. A lot of good tension between Roy and Jim and Pam and Michael's in, you know... He's just doing his thing. The, I love the basketball. I think it's a great episode. Very good. I'm what will you give it? Gonna give it Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. I was on the border, but I do like this episode. I think it's 
they've just got so much momentum right now of developing the characters. This one doesn't do as much with the other characters. A lot of people are just like watching Michael, but that's not a bad thing. No, I think what giving like Michael enough rope to hang himself, like where he has basically all the lines <laughs> and all the decisions, and you get to see what happens. It's good, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, what knocked it down to Alfredo's Pizza Cafe versus Beach Day? Uh, probably just the the other characters. And yeah. just like the smallness of scope of mm-hmm. it, which mm-hmm. I like, but it's like a simmer. Mm-hmm. It's like a good, let's make the stews come in. Plus, I know what's coming next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're you're waiting to give pretzel data. I know. <laughs> I love that Well, one. no spoilers for Okay. But. I, maybe I hate that one. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> you have been talking about it <laughs> since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that would be a surprise. So... Are we just going to stop the podcast after the next episode? No way. Because <laughs> I love a lot of the episodes. Yeah, me too. Negotiation. So can't wait. what about Dundee? You should give your Dundee first. Okay. I uh, have not decided yet. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give this one to kevin for around the world he got so many uh, shots and when does kevin get a that's who i was gonna dundee. give it to oh, okay it's okay you can get okay. two dundies he's, i don't think he's gonna have like a a bunch, a bunch of, of <laughs> yeah, at the end of the series he probably won't have too many we should keep track of who has the most dundies yeah and um, also what episode ratings we're giving them yeah that's true because we'll probably forget pretty yeah, quickly definitely we also like have a different scale every time so yeah. I think there's a conversion table in the back of the notebook. Yeah, so it's fine. But Kevin, I'm giving my Donnie to Kevin too for best basketball player. Yep. And he's, he's got a hoop in his driveway. Mm-hmm. He's like me actually. <laughs> Except he's better. But he's like I don't know if he would have been that good at playing basketball. But he's good at shooting. He's good at shooting. Swish, swish, swish. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing but, but net. net. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin. My jaw dropped to the floor. African American. <laughs> no, it's <was> just me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, I just realized. Remember, he throws the tissue box out? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that's foreshadowing for? Tissue boxes and Kevin. Does that ring a bell? On his feet. Yeah. <laughs> During the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> he's He's always got an empty tissue box around. Yeah. In case his shoes get incinerated. Oh. I wanted to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. Michael is like a like a fat shamer. Yeah, he is. Unless you're black, then he yeah. thinks he's got a hierarchy of prejudices. <laughs> yeah, he totally does. Because he dismisses yeah. Kevin and Phyllis for that reason, but Stanley's okay. And he would never say anything to Daryl or the sea monster. Yeah, and he assumed that Lonnie would be their best player. Yeah. Wait. Not Daryl. Lo- yeah. You're right. He does have a hierarchy of prejudices. Then women, too. Yeah. Probably, like, right after that. Then later on, he says, you're playing ball like girls or something. You're, you're playing like girls. Playing like girls. You need to step it up. And Jim's like, I got Roy. Yeah. And Pam's face is like, oh, oh shit. it's going to be so hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was thinking. Yeah. When he, when he makes a basket, her face is just like, okay. Yeah. He's pretty good, right. isn't he? I guess he is pretty good. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll get married to him and have kids instead because of how good the basketball he is. <laughs> the basketball. <laughs> the sports. 
it's just a friendly game between we're all part of the same company. Yeah. But like I will be marrying whoever wins the game. <laughs> and I will respect the decision. <laughs> I'll respect the, the outcome of the, yeah. <laughs> the duel. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Any last words? Uh, don't kill me. Okay. That's what everyone should say. <laughs> don't kill me. Do you have any last words? Please don't kill me. <laughs> I feel like that's never what anyone says. They always like have something else to say. I still don't think that you should kill me. By the way, <laughs> if we're looking for my two cents. My last words. Yeah, sure. I'll get the last word in. Don't kill me. <laughs> well, that was good. It was fun talking. Good episode. The Instagram is up. Being moderated by Addie. Yours truly. We have 11 followers, so I, I feel like we're getting pretty famous. I don't really... It's almost as many as Jesus at first. In the <laughs> early days. <laughs> Every Instagram follower is an apostle yep. of mine. <laughs> <laughs> One of you is Judas. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> And we got the Facebook. We have all kinds of social media. We have email. Sure. Send us an email at the off five podcast at gmail.com. And we'd like to say thank you to Mary, Mary for sending Mary. us a really nice email. Thanks, Mary. Thanks for listening and thanks for the email. You made our day. And we will give shout outs to any really good emails we get in the future. Mm-hmm. Not just every email. No, but only the good ones. Cream of the crop. Yeah. Only the gold star ones. Yeah. And uh, please don't throw garbage at me. (laughs) (laughs) Blessed zinger from Nathan over here. (laughs) Blessed be those that sit and wait. The hand strikes and gives a flower. (laughs) Almost forgot the quotes. (laughs) The hand strikes. Gives a flower. I thought that was from something. It's not from anything. According to the commentary, they just made those up. <laughs> that Bible verse, too, <laughs> shockingly. Blessed be those who sit and wait. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, Vietnam. <laughs>